Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I usually say Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce at the end. Hey, what's going on, Doc, man? Hey, man, a lot of interesting things going on in the sports world, man. I mean, I'm sure we're going to jump into some stuff and uh, some stuff that, you know, that's not really relevant to, to our Rams discussion here. Uh, you know, just looking across the screen, man, how about Texas and Oklahoma reaching out to the SEC to join forces with them, man. That's something. That's something that's would make the SEC just this powerhouse. And uh, gotta mention the Milwaukee Bucks. Doc, they did a great job. First championship since 1971. And a uh, lot, lot more football talk, man. Training camps are opening this week, if you can believe it. Exactly, man. But Texas and Oklahoma, man, going on that real quick before we jump into the Rams, man. Look, man, SEC got enough girlfriends, bro. They don't need to date anybody else, man. You know what I'm saying? You, you think you thought you were too pretty for them not too long ago, but now you see how beautiful the SEC is, man, and how elegant and all these big houses and this loot they're giving out. Now you want to sit here and court them, man. But hey, but t- seriously, though, if I was the SEC dog, you got to listen, bro. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you, you got to oh, listen oh, to yeah. what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, you got two powerhouse schools, man, two powerhouse programs that's been around for 100 plus years. And uh, it'll only make the SEC better. I mean, Texas has its own uh, network. So uh, just bringing those two in, man, it'd be interesting how you would place them, which one goes to the east and which one stays in the west. So uh, they can have some fun with that, Doc, but it'll be a lot of great football, though. Hey, you know what I They're getting paid. Hey, but you know what I would do though, man? I would just go ahead. I, if I was That's SEC, I would I would allow both of them, and just go ahead on and uh, disconnect myself from the NCAA, bro. For real. <laughs> I mean, for, dog, seriously, bro. Really, man, you don't need them. You can sit there and play one another, then have a championship game. You're gonna get the same number of eyeballs, man, because those SEC, those are the teams that be in the uh, uh, the uh, what you call it, the four to go to the championship series anyway, yeah. bro. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, you let those those teams in the SEC battle out between each other, and then you take your champion from there, and you play at, you play the same champion from the ACC or from the Big Ten. So, pretty much that's how it would go. I mean, I'm not on a committee yet, and they're not paying me, so I'm not going to give them all my ideas. But uh, it's going to be very interesting, man, to see how this turns out. I got you. And, and real quickly, while we're on college, man, hey, these dudes. These college athletes can finally get paid for their likeness, man. And you seeing dudes talking about they signed a million, a million dollar yes. endorsement deals. All yes. I can say is salute, man. It's, it's long past doing. Somebody asked me on Twitter the other day, man, can I get a University of Memphis throwback Isaac jersey? I didn't really know how to answer. I was like, maybe the University of Memphis can, but they might have to drop a little Isaac off some. I'm not a, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not an image lawyer or anything, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, that's, that's, it's long past due that these young royals, man, these young men can finally get paid, man, off of themselves. Well, Doug, it just shows you, man, the uh, the, the profitability that we had 
and that they have had all this time, man. So, you know, you talk about the quarterback down at the University of Alabama, almost one uh, well, million dollars worth of endorsements already and hasn't taken a snap. So, so Doc, I mean, it's long overdue, man. I'm happy to see it happen. And I hope it expands even more, man. Facts, man. Thinking of expanding, man, uh, the Rams, our Rams, unfortunately, may need to expand the roster, man. Uh, I know they probably still was going to try to add some players, but as you said, uh, training camp opens up for the rookies this weekend, and we're going to hit on that. But Cam Akers, man, starting running back. Tears his Achilles during training, man. I hate to hear it, man. I hate to hear it's an Achilles injury. Uh, that's a huge blow for the offense, Isaac. Indeed. You know, first and foremost, man, you know, you just think about the player. And, uh, you know, he, he's friends with guys on the team. So your heart goes out to him because you know how hard, how hard he's worked, how hard he's trained to get to this position. And he was expecting to have a great year this, this year himself. So just to have this unfortunate uh, injury occur for, for this young man, man, my heart goes out to him. And, uh, you know, we try to keep it there for a little while. But, you know, we know this is a business and it's time to try to replace and uh, put more of the uh, onus on the running backs that we have in-house, the Daryl Hendersons, uh, um, the young uh, rookie free agent I believe we got out of USC. Uh, he's going to get an opportunity. There's a, we have a, a, a undrafted free agent from SMU. He'll, he'll get an opportunity now. So, um, and who knows? Who knows, uh, you know, what else is out there on these other squads, man? This is the reason for training camp. It's the reason for preseason games. Uh, there's probably still some more cap casualties that may happen. Uh, and uh, maybe we get us a running back that can come in and fulfill uh, Cam's duties until Cam gets back. This is what I'm concerned about, man. Now, he is young. That's a good thing, man. And a lot of times when you have these kind of injuries and you're young, your body can recover. But him being a running back and the way Cam can play and the explosiveness he has, not, and, and, and it's with the quickness that he has because Cam can be patient going through a hole, man, and sees, as soon as he hits it, he can accelerate and get through it. And not a lot of running backs can do that. That what That's what made him so special. But we also know that explosiveness has a lot to do and it's coming from that Achilles, man. You know, you can tear an ACL and pretty much bounce back. But I'm, I'm you know, concerned and just really curious to see how he comes back from that Achilles because – that Achilles get torn gets torn now, man. The most I can heal everything, so I'm not saying what can or can't be done, done. But a lot of times, Isaac, when we see those Achilles go, man, players never really be the same after that. But the good thing about it, like we said, is that we do have the medical technology now that we haven't had, and uh, he's a young, he's a very young man. Well, yeah, I agree with them never being the same, Doc. For me, they should come back better. I mean, you look at Kevin Durant, man. Uh, he just had this same injury a couple years ago, set out a full year uh, uh, from the NBA, came back and looked like he never missed a beat, man, and was one of the uh, the, the most potent snipers that we've ever seen uh, this league, that, that league have. So, I mean, I think the, the, the biggest obstacle or challenge for Cam Akers is just get ideas and get people like that who, who've had this injury and, you know, put them up in your room, man. I mean, reach out to these guys and let them, you know, ask them what their mindset was for this uh, this injury and how they can come back, how they came back stronger and how he can come back stronger. I think this is a real important time for him, uh, not only uh, to heal physically, but to fortify and build himself mentally. So when he gets back, 
you know, people can say, yo, you're a lot better than when you left. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, you know, Cam, man, keep your head up, man. You know, the most high doesn't make any mistakes. Just continue to stay uh, prayerful, prayerful uh, and hopeful. And as you said, man, we got to have those running backs, you know, step up. You know, we was looking at Cam being the starter and Daryl Henderson probably, you know, he wasn't probably, he wasn't going to push Cam to be the starter. Cam was going to be the starter. He was the leading rusher last year with 625 yards, but it's, you know, you know, Daryl Henderson was right there too, though. Uh, you know, he had, Five rushing touchdowns last year, 624 yards. So now we need the third-year pro out of the University of Memphis, the Memphis Tiger, to step up and try to stay healthy himself. We're going to need him to do some things. And I think he can do some things if he just gets himself mentally prepared to go in and battle every every week, looking like he may have 20 carries. But you said, man, Xavier Jones going into his second year, Raymond Calais, uh, Malcolm Brown is gone. Jake Funk, you know, that's the guy. And Otis Anderson, those are some of the other running backs on the roster, man. Those, you know, Jake Funk being a rookie and everybody's talking about he's going to replace Cam. And it's like, I mean, not everybody, but I've seen it. I'm like, oh, well, no, nah, he got to get past Daryl Henderson first and something Xavier Jones first, so don't get ahead of yourself. But rookies, quarterbacks report this Sunday for our Rams. It's here, bro. It's, it's, it's really, really training camp time, Isaac. Yeah, it's that time, Doc. I mean, you smell the first cut grass. Um, you know, guys have uh, been working all offseason uh, to better themselves, to better better their ability to play this game and, you know, uh, getting ready for the grind, Doc. I mean, it starts. It started way back in the spring. But right now, you know, when that, when everybody gets together, uh, the business part of it is, is complete. And now you're out to win a championship, man. You know, always the first and foremost goal is uh, – play well and, and win that division. So it's just to make sure that everybody's on that same page, man. And when they come in, man, let's start gelling. Let's start uh, uh, learning these playbooks, uh, you know, from the offensive standpoint, defensive standpoint, and the special teams. And, you know, if you're not a starter on that offense or that defense, man, you're going to be on that special team. So you got to do what you can do to make yourself seen and stand out. And if it's uh, through special teams, albeit that's where you should start. And it's good that the rookies are coming in, uh, you know, quarterback because Matthew Stafford, this is first. This going to be his first season in L.A., so he's going to get there a couple of days before the rest of the vets. But, you know, the rookies, you all going to show up on Sunday. You're going to be happy. You're going to be smiley face. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? It's all easy peasy. You're going to be able to go at your pace. But I can tell you right now, two days later when those vets come, it's going you better pick up the pace. You better pick up the pace and you better be concentrated and you better be focused because all that little joking and stuff you can do these first two days, when the vets come in, they coming in with a whole different mentality, man. So you got to get yourself mentally right and you got to be mentally mature because, as we say, Isaac, it's the difference when you just a rookie, man, and you're going through them first couple of days. It's just y'all. But when the rest of them, the monsters come a couple of days later, man, they don't want to see all that plan, man, and all. You better be paying attention. Well, you know what, Doc? Being in Southern California, you, you know, you get a weather break as well. You know, it's, it's, not, as, it's not as if you're pay, playing in the, in the great Midwest. Uh, where that sun can really burn your neck. Uh, you're talking about training camp, but you're talking about being in Southern California. Uh, this is going to be a shock to a lot of guys too, man, who are used to training in, in uh, 90 degree, 90% humidity in training camps, guys coming from college and guys from other places. So this also would be a shock to your system. But at the same time, you have to do the same work, uh, push yourself to, to really uh, you know, get your body where it needs to be as far as the contact of the game, the speed of the game. And, and things of that nature. So uh, just being in Southern California where it could be 75 degrees and 
you know, the, the weather is favorable to everybody, man. So that, that, you know, that's a mindset as well that you have to take on uh, when you have in training camp in Southern California. Yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely, it's absolutely beautiful. And, and one, one other quick thing, man, you know, the Rams cut December Webster uh, a couple of days ago, but it's good, man, because you know, that's, it's better to get released right, right now. You know, he was the pump returner. So maybe Deshaun Jackson going to be back there or two, two at, well, we'll see, but it's good, man. You see cats get cut like this before, before training camp starts. This is really a good time to get cut because, you know, somebody else can pick you up off of waivers and gives you an opportunity to sign with somebody else. And, I mean, it's good for him because he just, you know, he got claimed off waivers from the for the 49ers, so he's going to be out of there. But they talk about Deshaun Jackson returning punts, but I want to see Tutu Atwell go out there, your guy from, you know, your area. I want to give him an opportunity first to see what he can do, see if we can utilize their speed. Well, I don't know about – this is a good time to get cut. I don't think it's ever <laughs> – Hey, never a good time to get cut. Out. I but, know uh, you're right, though. Yeah, absolutely, man. But you get more opportunities. I mean, guys are just coming into training camp all over. Uh, all over the United States, and uh, you know, you get opportunity. Another guy, another team picks you up. See, see what they if they can see something in you, or if you fit what they need. So, uh, you know, Webster got scooped up via uh, the, off the waiver wire, and yeah, we got to replace that. We got to make sure that we have a punt return. I mean, Deshaun Jackson could be that guy, but Tutu Atwell, he's uh, probably gonna, you know, at the beginning be that third receiver. So just to get the get him on the field and get the ball in his hand again, uh, you know, the kickoff returns and the punt returns, I think that'll, that'll fit him until he becomes that guy who you can trust playing more, more snaps at the wide receiver position. So, like I said, the baptism is coming and, you know, he's going to have to learn to get off that line of scrimmage. He's going to have to learn to win in the slot and he's going to have to learn to be a punt returner right now. So that's that's where he is. And that gets you on the field too, man. That keeps you activated, but you're gonna be activated anyway because you're a pretty high draft pick. But yeah, two two man. And uh, before we, uh, two, and speaking of the receivers, hey, we gotta hear something from Van Jefferson, man. Isaac, you know we ain't even been talking about him. He got to give it. You know he 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 got a pass last year, but he has the skills. He has you know the physical stature. Now it's really time to us for us to really see what he got going on because he's going to, he's going to, he's going to be given some opportunities during training camp to show what he can do now. But I don't think they're going to at least, you know what I'm saying? You know, they, it ain't going to be that long because you got other receivers as well. I ain't, I ain't saying they're going to cut him, but he got to, you know, I, I think he need, he need to give, I, I, I don't think he need to give us a little bit more, man. I'm expecting to see a little bit more from him. Who's this? Who, who are we talking about? Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson. Oh, absolutely. Doc. I mean, you, you talking about a guy that you, you drafted very high. I mean, with the expectation of him being a starter on this offense. So um, definitely he's going to be fe featured a lot in training camp and, and in the preseason game. So uh, hopefully he's of the mentality that he's going to, you know, push for a starting job. I mean, that's what you want, Doc. You know, I mean, we, we, threw a, we do a lot of three receiver sets and I'm sure he wants to be that third guy on the field with our uh, Cooper cup and Robert Woods. So, um, Pushing for that job is, is should be his mentality. Uh, you know, like we said before, he, his dad played in the league for a very long time. So he's been around this pro football for a very long time, man. So he knows the business part of it. He knows that he's been drafted to be a starter with the Los Angeles Rams. And, you know, it's, it's not going to wait on you. You, you got to seize the moment. And I think this is the moment and this is the season where he makes that next step.
He needs to make that next step because what they're trying to do there, they they definitely got his attention. Now we're gonna see if you're gonna be pout, if he gonna pout about it or he's gonna step up and compete because for them to go out and get Deshaun Jackson, okay, that's another receiver. So that's the third receiver. Then they wouldn't draft the two two app where they, you know, that's pretty high draft pick. So uh they letting them know, look, man, you gotta make something happen because we went out and drafted a a, a receiver. We went out and got a veteran receiver. So uh, but I'm hoping Van Jefferson can give us something, man, because he's a big body, and that's a big body we yeah. need. He's bigger than those other receivers we have. So I'm really looking forward. I'm just looking forward to the season started, man. I wish Hard Knocks was back in L.A. again, this training okay. camp, and leave them damn charges alone and gave, give it all to us. But uh, I'm excited about it, all excited about it, expectations. And before, you know, the NFC West, I think it's our division to get, man. It's got to. It's yeah. got to, Ice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, guys, you know, guys around the league, other teams around this division are really, they've really fortified themselves. They're ready to take the next step. You see what, what transpired in Arizona, uh, how, you know, San Francisco is getting healthy again. And uh, Seattle, Seattle's going to be Seattle, man. I mean, when you add back in that 12th man going up there to Seattle, <laughs> you know, you're not going to be able to hear the audible on the side of the field like you did last year. So, um, it's going to be screaming fans up there. And I think we have the personnel to really uh, play well on the road inside our division this year, you know, with the addition of uh, Matthew Stafford, uh, the veteran leadership we, that we have with Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald on the defense. So I feel like Doc, this, this division is, is ours for the taking. And, uh, you know, we got our work cut out for us. So um, it's what it is this year. And, uh, you know, you said training camp opens this weekend. It's time to go get it, Doc. Really time to go get it. And before we get up out of here, I do, you you mentioned, man, the Milwaukee Bucks. Shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks winning the NBA championship, man, and giving Chris Paul a sad face yet once again. Oh. Just a little saddy face, oh. little baby boy. Little saddy face, oh. little baby boy. You better call Jake at State Farm, man, to help you out, man. But Giannis oh. Antetokounmpo, man, Nigerian, man. Hey, look, he probably coldest Nigerian basketball player since Hakeem. I mean, I can't think of anybody else, man. And as he said it, now I don't care what anybody say, he's correct. He did not have to go jump to another squad. He did not have to put a dream team together. He's literally the only superstar on that squad. Isaac, I, I didn't really watch much of it, man, but he's really the only person I can even name on the team. So what he just did by winning this NBA championship, I don't want to hear nothing about if Kyrie didn't get hurt, if Kawhi didn't get hurt, man, if if was a fifth, man, everybody on the place of the earth would be drunk, man. That ain't what happened, man. For him to do what he just did, man, and lead that squad, a team like me, walking to the NBA championship, hey, man, put that dude up there, man, on, on the Rushmore. I think you should too, Doc. I mean, when you, when you look around, uh, you look what he had as a supporting cast. You have guys that are uh, – uh, elevating. You got Chris Middleton. He's on his way up. But Drew Holiday, man, I think Drew Holiday is just, he, he has to be one of the best two-way players in his league, man. Um, he played great defense on Chris Paul, uh, on Devin Booker. Whatever they asked him to do, he was there to do it. And uh, he made great plays, impactful plays down the stretch. So uh, that, that core group that they had, and you just look at the small market of Milwaukee, man, you know, versus uh, uh, Phoenix, that, that isn't the biggest market. This was a good brand of basketball that was played in these finals, man. And um, my hat goes off to him, man. I mean, yeah, injuries are part of the game. Uh, Giannis got hurt this playoff, this playoff series and bounced back. 
And, uh, you know, it's what it is. It's, it's about being the last man standing, the last team standing. And the championship came to uh, Milwaukee <laughs> since 1971, man. It's a very long time. You had the great Lou Alcindor, Oscar, Oscar Robinson that played on that last championship and they were in the building, man. So it's sweet to see them celebrate, you know, with this current, this current team in Milwaukee. It is a championship coming to the Milwaukee Bucks. And, and uh, uh, before we get out of here, you know, some things came to me a couple of days ago, man, my Hall of Fame tickets, you know, tickets to the gold jacket ceremony, to the induction ceremony, the invitation to the private party came in. The, I was happy to see it. I got excited. I tweeted it out, but then I took it off Twitter. I was like, nah, I don't even want y'all to see it, man, because one of y'all, somebody might try to copy. I got, got a little paranoid, but I'm glad the Hall of Fame sent it. I'm excited, man. We're two weeks out. I know you just, you know, the thrill is gone, but you're going to get the thrill again once you jump on that plane and get in Ken. But my thing, I'm glad to get it, Isaac, but damn, man, they sent it to the, nah, now, I'm, now I'm nervous. I might leave it at home and get on the plane and, you know what I'm saying, and, uh, might not be able to get in, which we know that ain't going to happen because I raise all kinds of hell. But I'm just saying, man, we're two weeks out, Isaac. Two weeks out, man. We'll be You'll be headed to Ken to get this thing going. Yo, yo Doc, you should you should go ahead right now and put them in your suitcase that you're going to bring, man, so that you don't forget them, you know, along with your toothbrush. You know what I mean? Just go ahead and pack that early. And uh, there's, there'll be no forgetting your tickets for the, for the ceremony, man. But, yeah, man, it's two weeks out, and, it, you know, Already, I got the uh, the ending part of the speech already secured. You know, I okay. like beginning with the end in mind. And uh, so we're still working on the beginning part of it. So I'm sure we'll have it complete, you know, within the, with, by the end of this week. So I'm excited about that, man. Excited about all the festivities that are going to be taking place, seeing friends, families, and coaches who all played a part in uh, my development. You got uh, the speech, but you got to save it on the laptop. You got it on your phone. You got it somewhere secure, right? All right, yeah, I got that written. There. I got old school. That's what I'm talking about, okay. bro. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Well, anything else you want to add, man? Before we get out of here, man. That's it, man. Cam Akers, man. Uh, you know, there's a good opportunity, man, to build yourself up mentality, mentally, and come back sooner than what people predict, man. I mean, you know, you got doctors out there, professionals who always say, you know, this injury is going to take this long, and this injury is going to take that long. But in reality, it's all about what you say. How long will you be out? How long will you come back? So, you know, don't give other pe people that power as far as, you know, putting that time over you. I believe time is just like a tree God created. And he gave us dominion over everything he created, including time. So uh, bounce back early, man. Let's let's see you next week. That was the big facts. I mean, hey, and, and we're going to wrap up this edition of, uh, of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday because what y'all, you know, if, if y'all had noticed, Isaac, his voice is a little bit lower because his whole family is asleep. So he's trying to be cool. It ain't like he's just trying to be cool, but he's just trying not to wake people up. He got the he got the queen in there. He got them two princesses. So he's just trying to be cool. But that's going to do it for this edition of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce. And Doc Holliday, until next week, we out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.